Welcome, welcome, welcome to Down South Football Podcast, people. Man, I, before we even get started today, I just got to say, I love college football. That's all I got to say before we get into it. I'm not, I'm, man, look, it, 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 this is getting wild. It's getting wild and wilder each and every week, boy. But anyway, this is your boy, Renard D. Williams. And to the right, left, whichever way you're looking at is I got Chauncey Tuck, and then to the left right of him is Mr. I am DJ Double Dose, Mr. Ben Dennis. How y'all doing tonight, fellas? What's good? We good, man. Hanging on in there, man. Tuck in the building today, man, so we hanging on in there, man. Yeah, we got a little bit of special circumstance. Let me explain that to y'all today. We, y'all y'all like, wait a minute, somebody missing. Uh, David has some, has some work stuff come up. He couldn't join us uh, this time, but you know he'll be back for the prediction show later on this week and whatever else we got going on. And uh, fortunately, you know, we've had storms and stuff in this area, and we've had some power outages and, and internet outages. So Tuck is actually at Ben's house, uh, and they're kind of like in the same room, but Ben got this big man cave. So, I mean, they really – people, before you ask, they're six feet spread, spread apart. You know what I'm saying? They, they're, they're doing their thing. So, to the so we have to make sure that – you know, to make sure that the mic stuff and everything play, together, play good uh, together today. But anyway – Fellas, what's going on? Before we get into it, man, I want to take a time out, man, and say prayers up for Demarcus Thomas, man. Yes, uh, sir. The guy at uh, Ole Miss football that uh, basically lost, I guess you could say lost feeling, got lost hurt at feeling practice. Lost feeling and everything. Mm-hmm. Man, that, uh, that's prayers up for him. And before we get into any games, uh, we're going to kind of keep it the same format we did last time. I just got to let y'all know. That uh somebody to go to Gainesville and talk to Dan Mullen. Um, because I'm, hey, I'm man, Dan, Dan Mullen rolled for the squad, man. I, I can't, no. I can't, even, I can't even hate on him for it, man. You can't hate on him for it. He, <laughs> he rolled like for the squad. You, bro, man, he rolled bro, for the squad, bro, man, even bro. though he had security and, bro, and state this, troopers and everybody else holding him is, back. This is not <laughs> the high school. Frank, <laughs> you can't be rolling for your squad when you making millions. And if he if he would have handled it differently. It'd have been a whole different story. He came out there talking about he wasn't trying to incite them, but you go out there getting in people's faces. He is a lucky, lucky man for only a $25,000 fine. I'll tell you that much. And that's a joke considering that Lane Kiffin got $25,000 for a damn retweet. And he went out there and, and, and uh, caused basically a riot acting like a spoiled brat. Damn Mullen, get your crap together, man. Look, look, this is what I want to talk about, man, brother. Look. Oh, God. He, he's a child. <laughs> that was a child, man. He even went to the press conference dressed as Darth Vader. That, that, right. I was like, you're a kid, man. What are we doing? What are we what doing? What are we doing here? We got an adult. Somebody need to be an adult <sighs> on the field. And, how? And you know, shout out to Drinkwitch. He was the adult. In the whole on his press conference, he was the thing. What he said, well, I didn't see everybody do this, I didn't see everybody. What we're going to redo, what we're going to do is replay the tape and we're going to figure out because I just got a hearsay. I just need to see what what happened with uh, what my coaches and my players. I really don't know what happened, but my boy, uh, what's his old hunchback of Notre Dame looking self went out there and tried to pump up the crowd, try to get you know. Look, 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 dude, your whole team had COVID. First of all, you don't need to get near me. I wouldn't have been nowhere near that, that, that. I've been nowhere near him, first and foremost. Second, secondly, 
bro, why are you up there pumping up the crowd when your whole team is in the locker room and you are there looking like like you got two left hands? They're like, I'm, what I'm, I'm come on, bro. I'm so confused at Mullen's last few weeks. Whether it's losing to Texas A&M and then saying the crowd was the issue, whether it's coming yeah. in and saying to want ninety thousand, to want ninety thousand in the crowd, to having COVID, to I mean to whole and, team, and then and, and to. To having where they are now, I'm so confused. But look, we're gonna move on to something a little bit brighter. Yeah. But but I will say this now before you move on from this. Go ahead. And I and I I, I heard everything y'all said. But as crazy as it's been the sound gonna come out of my mouth, from a recruiting standpoint, all they are gonna see is they coach was riding for the team no matter what. And in and in some weird kind of way, it may it may not affect a bunch of recruits, but one or two dudes that probably was on the fence, they're gonna look at that and be like. You know what? Oh, dope and Dan, all right, man. You know what I'm saying? He all right, man. You know, I'm, kids is different. They weird I'm, when it comes to recruit. Y'all know that. Y'all know that they weird. I'm gonna let, let I'm, I'm gonna let y'all have that. Kid, kid goes to Florida. They're going for the Jordans. That's the only reason they're going. <laughs> I, look, I'm gonna let y'all have that take, and I would just say I 106 bazillion million disagree with with with, with B. But I'm gonna let Ben have that take, and we gonna move on. Whoo, sweet Jesus, mother! How y'all? Anyway, back to what we were talking about, man. Let's just scroll through a few scores here, man. Some games we're not gonna be able to get into. Um, so see how y'all feel about some of these. What we okay. had going on? We had Texas A&M, man. Texas A&M. I'm telling y'all, watch out for them, man. They, 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 they gonna make, if Bama lose somehow, some way. <laughs> Hey, it might be might be a little bit of a contest, man. You know, Kellamon looking solid. Texas AM was 42, Arkansas 31. Arkansas keep hanging in them, man. Don't I say shout out to Arkansas, yet. man. They just they just rolling right along, man. 31 <laughs> points, man. They just hanging on in them, man. Keep doing your thing, Pittman. Keep doing your thing. Notre Dame 31, Georgia Tech 13. There's nothing need to be said. Oh, these are games we're not covering. Georgia and Kentucky. Oh boy. Look, you want to call it a slug fist, ugly with, with whatever you want to put on it. That that's whatever. that's that game. Uh, we're gonna talk about Georgia on, on Thursday night. So we're gonna we're gonna move on from we gonna move on from that one, that man. And speaking of Mullen, Florida 41, Missouri 17, BYU, Zach Wilson, top three quarterback in the country. Yeah, I said it. Uh 41 with Western Kentucky 10. Harbaugh. Hey, Jim. Hey, Jim. Harbaugh, you do not like prosperity. I told you this last year. You, you don't like found, it. We said he found the quarterback. We were wrong. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm, I'm holding out judgment. Second game in. Be quiet, but you lost. 27-24. You can't do that. <laughs> Speaking of teams that lost, kind of didn't see this one coming. Virginia 44, North Carolina 41. Hey, Sam. <clears throat> hey Sam, I mean, I mean, he threw about more five hundred. I mean, he threw about more five hundred. But you know, it just let it go. Let it go. We we not gonna stop. West Virginia, thirty-seven. Kansas State, ten. The Mountaineers appreciate that, brother. Uh, Indiana, you can't believe what? So what now? I can't. I can't. I cannot believe that Kansas State dropped a 
just dropped the whole game. Because I was like, what in the world going on? I thought the quarterback was hurt. No. thought the offensive line was up. No. Don't get me wrong. West Virginia does play absolutely perfect at home. But I did not think it was going to – like I said, middle note from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Renard picked West. By the way, yes, Renard did pick West Virginia. I mean, uh, West Virginia to beat Kansas State. So, oh yeah, know. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I got, I got to get y'all on now. Indiana thirty-seven, Rutgers twenty-one. Indiana still rolling. Michael Penix Jr. still doing his thing. Next thing we got, and this game was uh, I, for everything that I did right this weekend. Tuck. Uh, this game I did absolutely wrong. It wasn't on here, but it was on a ticket. Coastal Carolina fifty-one. Georgia State, nothing. I, I, I just want to know who was, who was smoking whatever to think Georgia State was decent. It was now you know you weren't the only ones though because a lot of college game they guys picked Georgia State too. I'm like, I, hey, I'm glad it was on a small ticket. I'll just say yeah, that. I'll right, just right. Say that. I was just like, have y'all not seen them play this year? Right. I, I was like, okay, whatever. But um, yeah, it it ain't just you that. Oh, I, I know it ain't just me, but I'm going to think David. I think David Pollard picked him. I think Desmond Howard, and I think Kirk. I can't remember Kirk, but they they even did a special on them. Coastal Carolina was like, "Why y'all don't pick us?" And still, people went against them. And not only did they go against them, but Coastal Carolina came out and blew these boys out fifty-one to zero. I'm telling you, man, they're a, great, they're a great story. I don't know how great of a team that, they are. That's what the funny part was. They had this whole segment on game day about the end of the game rituals right. and, and all of this stuff about how nobody gave them respect and all of this stuff. And like you said, they still was just like, eh, you know, Georgia what Southern, yeah, you know, Georgia State, I'm sorry, Georgia State, you know, you know. I'm talking about they were they were they were the hot gambling pick at at a three point uh underdog. They was hot, but anyway, shout, shout out, out to the Chanticleers. There you go. You said it right. I'm glad you said it because I wasn't going to try. The Chanticleers. <laughs> SMU 51, Navy 37, Iowa State 52, Kansas 22. Uh, they said this is the worst Kansas team that they they probably ever seen, and that's saying a hell of a lot. Damn, Oklahoma 62. Texas Tech 28, Oklahoma just sitting back there doing their thing, rolling as they normally do. Boise State 49, Air Force 30. Uh, some interesting games that happened in that particular thing, but we're going to concentrate on about four or five games. We're going to get in and out, people, so hope y'all be able to join us Thursday night for some special predictions and a special guest. But let's start with uh, Friday night. Let's start with Minnesota and Maryland. Uh, oh, God. oh, yeah. We got to start there because the Gophers had a what? A three-touchdown lead going into the fourth quarter. And they let it slip away. It, it, it was, it was not, 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 not great. Not great for them. Um, I looked at it. And I mean, Minnesota offense just really went dud in the uh, – let me see. I got to look right here. They, they went dud in the second in – the, in, the, in the second half, fourth quarter, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, they really just faltered, man. I was just like, okay. And then – as as y'all like to call him, baby Tua, Talia, Talia, you know, he, he had to stand up after the game he just had last week, man. Like yeah. he had to stand up. Now the bright spot for uh, Minnesota, what was his name? Mohammed Abreen, the running. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, two hundred plus. He was a machine, but man, Minnesota got some issues. This is the thing. 
If you run him 30 to 40 times, yes, you're going to have 200 something yards. He was it though. Don't get me wrong. 41 to be exact. Hey, 41. <laughs> Thank you, research and development. Um, <laughs> all right. So, bruh, they had, I watched this game. Kyle's just like, let me see what's wrong with Talia. I mean, let me, Talia, let me see what's wrong with him. Because I was like, I saw him here at Alabama, at Thompson High School. He could spin it. But he would just he he had that Bo Nix thing that he can't stay in the pocket, you know. So I would just wanted to see what his problem was. But this game, I guess, um, Loxley pulled him to the side. And said, hey, I need you to stay in the pocket. I'm going. Right. We're going to run the ball. We're going to set you up, put you in better situations. Don't get me wrong. Yes, they were down 21 points at, in the fourth quarter, right. but they were up 21 to seven going into the second quarter. True. So and you know. And I think what's um I think uh Minnesota found their groove, but they wasn't passing the ball. They were just straight up running. And I'm just like, are y'all worried about something? The wind swirling a wide round that they can't throw the ball. So it was it was a lot of issues that I was like, okay, what's going on? Don't get me wrong, Tulua was spinning it. He put he put it, he was putting it on the receivers, and I don't know the white boy name that would be on the running back, but he was toting that thing too. Oh. <laughs> That's yeah, that boy fault. He's he fault. You know so much, so much colorism. <laughs> it was the day. He was told that day, I, I had to get you up. He got, he got, he got strong, strong, a fast and Mike all start. That's what he was looking like out there. You know, so to it go to your point about efficiency. See, Ebron, Ibrahim, he had forty-one carries for two hundred seven. P Funk had twenty-one carries. For two twenty one, who is he? he J Funk, the running Funk. back. The J Funk, the running back from Maryland. Why, why are you? Why are you shortening that man' name? Why are you giving that man a nickname? <laughs> he deserve a nickname when you run for two hundred and twenty one yards on twenty one carries, man. You deserve a nickname, man. P Funk, man. We we give him P Funk. We've lost in control, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. I'm 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 done. I I don't I don't have nothing to say when it comes comes to that. Woo. Okay, let's just sum this up, man. Look, good win for you, Maryland. But, bruh, before we even go there, I just need to get y'all comments on the extra point. Right. It was simultaneously. We sent it together. Tuck sent his video. I said, mine. It's like we must have sent them at the same time. Both of us just looking like, he really missed this. I mean, we said it in real time. Like, right. he really missed this extra point. <laughs> Bro, it happens, but they said they said they've been struggling with kickers and stuff all week. Let me tell you so. I can't stand kickers. I can't. Yeah, I, I, I can't stand kickers because look, bro, this is what was it? It was a it was an extra point. It wasn't a field goal. I could I could deal with a, a field goal. I could mm-hmm. deal with it, but an extra point from now on, if, if I know. Right, you know my my thing is from now on, if you're at that two and a half yard line, just go for two, just go for two. If, especially if you know that your field goal kicker is struggling, go for two, fam, because you have a better chance actually of scoring the two point conversion than you do uh than you do making the uh, the kick. Because I mean, get me wrong, I know uh, Flint them had some goddamn play that they could have ran and got mm-hmm. two and a half yards. Because the way. They, I mean, what's what four what four five carries? How many carries do you have, man? 
And look, your quarterback all was fresh. He only threw the ball 15 times, so he was good and fresh. <laughs> well, good deal on that, but good good win for y'all guys, man, for uh, for Maryland. Happy for him, happy for Talia. But we're going to move on to ooh, Clemson and Boston College. Ooh. Boy, I, I didn't know where we were going with that, but <clears throat> let me go on and say DJ Ui Angangale. Oh, you going to attempt it? You going to attempt it? He is I DJ to me, sir. <laughs> Ui Angangale. My man. God, now we got that over with. That's what see what happened when you put the, uh, put the, had to break, had to break some syllables down. But uh, the crazy part about it in his first start, he made, he made history. By leading the biggest comeback in the history of, of the Death Valley, uh, you know what I'm saying that that's a shout out to him. But for real, for we getting to Clemson man, because everybody want to talk about Clemson. Shout out to Boston College. Shout out to Jeff Hartnett, man. I told y'all, man, I've been on that train for the past couple of weeks now. I ain't even gonna come in there and do what they did. But Zay Flowers, Florida product, and then old he been one, a beast. He, 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 he been he been a beast, and then man. CJ lose that one hand catch. That was just for tough because mm-hmm. he's from where? Hamden, Connecticut. Where's Connecticut? It is above the line. Above the Mason Dixon line. That's barely. It's above it, Anyway, 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 we're not going there. We're not going there. Connecticut? Oh, you said Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you were from Virginia. No, 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 no. He's from Connecticut. But yeah, every anyway, dog has his day. Oh, moving on. I got a couple more dogs in here for you. Anyway, shout out to uh, shout out to the offense, man. And I and I just it, it's just a really great thing to see Boston College, man. Like they were really competing and had them boys messed up. Tessator, it was. I thought that was a cool moment to see uh, Joe Tessator be able to call his son. That did the fake. They did the fake. Uh, you know the fake, the fake hike or whatever, whatever, and got and got Clemson outside. Man, I thought that was pretty cool. You can tell he was a proud dad at that moment, man. But before we get into Clemson and what all, uh, what I feel like, what happened? What what's y'all what's y'all feelings on the game? I guess for me, once I really realized how much of an NFL staff that Boston College has, he got a couple of guys that you know were all in the NFL that that came to help him. They came to help him coach. For me, that's going to be something to watch going forward because if they can somehow recruit what they need at Boston College, they can they can actually turn that. I mean, Boston College really hadn't been bad over the years. They you know they've they've not been good, but they haven't been bad. They they hadn't they've been bad. They've been solid. Mm. Go look at their records. They 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 have oh, not oh, bottomed out. It. I see. Yeah, they, 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 they haven't bottomed out. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they hadn't bottomed out. So what I'm saying is, with the type of players that they could possibly recruit with that staff, it's going to be interesting to see what they do moving forward. Unfortunately, you know they are they are they going they always going to end up playing Clemson and Florida State every year. So that's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But I think they can get the type of athletes that they need in there. You just slid Florida State in that conversation. You just hey man, hey man. I mean, overall now, overall now, us again going overall. We got to win the record. 
Yeah, okay, so the research department just went and saw the very record. You know? <laughs> I was pretty sure that I was right about this, but okay. So uh, last year there was six and seven, seven Steve, and five. Yeah, Steve Adazio, right? Yeah, right. Six and seven, seven and five, seven six, seven six. Yeah. Three and nine, seven six, seven six. They got bowl games. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. They, they've been like that. They've been so, now that three and nine year was an outlier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, right. is it really an outlier when you seven and six all those years? Or is it just well, an you consistently winning set when you consistently winning five to seven games, that three was kind of like an outlier. Because Boston College always they, they've always played hard. So five, five, yeah, I mean, of course. I'm just saying five yeah. to seven games, I, that that's just not gonna move any whatever. Well, for and, him, he can improve on that and make that possibly eight yes. or nine, yeah. which would be an and, improvement. And, and Harley, Harley came from Ohio State. Harley knows how to yeah, yeah. Right, right. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Harley got that background. So, I mean, I, I was happy for him. But right. moving back to the Clemson side, man, uh, I, first of all, I got to give Venables credit for coming out in the second half and making some great adjustments. Uh, that he finally did. And like I said to y'all in the group, Turner's going to be a liability for them. I like mm -hmm. Nolan Turner. That's Kevin Turner's mm -hmm. son for y'all Alabama fans out there. But he going to be a liability for, for, for them moving forward. And um, looking at also, man, the most underrated player in the country, the most not respected player in the country, Travis Etienne, just did another, another 224 yards, you know what I'm saying, together. Yeah. Improved his receiving a lot. He, he yeah. was dangerous out of the backfield this game. So I, I look at DJ. Now I can just say DJ Ben. Uh, <laughs> Big Cinco. That's my call. Big Cinco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we done. He was we efficient done. as hell. Yeah. DJ was. You know, he, 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 has some, he has some great uh, adjustments. He has some great moments. He has some freshman moments, which you expect. Uh, I don't think, you know, them getting down by 18 was a total product of him, of course, because they did have some people out, but I'm not putting on that either. I just believe they just got outplayed. And I believe they got outplayed in the first half with a few little mistakes and stuff like that. I'm sure I'm sure Dabo Jr. will will, will come back with his dissertation on what Clemson will happen with Clemson. Uh and, and, ahead, and here's the thing though. We, if if anybody has watched Clemson over the years, well, especially since they've been on a run, they always have a game like this. They always had that one game where you look at it, it is, quote, unquote, their wake-up call. Last year, it was North Carolina. North Carolina took them all the way to the wire, and they ended up pulling it out, and it was their, quote, unquote, wake-up call. Yeah, and, it's, and Syracuse play them hard with, you know. Every year. Every year. So they always have those one or two games where it's just like, you know, not necessarily going through the motions, but in this case, they kind of had a semi-excuse because, I mean, Lawrence, I mean, Trevor wasn't there. Like you said, DJ found out on Thursday night. Like, hey, bro, Saturday morning, man. You up. You up. Like, he literally had one day of reps with the starters, you know what I'm saying, on Friday. So, when you look at that, it's kind of one of those situations where this possibly was their wake-up call to a certain degree. Now, they got Notre Dame next week. We already know Trevor's not going to play. But, like somebody pointed out, now you give DJ an entire week with the starting squad, with the reps, and we'll see where they go from there. But we'll talk about that on Thursday. But. And, be, and before I turn it over to Tuck, my big one of the biggest thing is that if we're talking about the Clemson game, I will say this about DJ. He's a confident California kid, and that shows yeah, the way he talks. Mm -hmm. Number two, I'm going to tell y'all this week, Clemson, Clemson Tigers, Tiger Nation, don't let Notre Dame get the lead. 
Cause they get the lead, they gonna want to run the ball, and y'all gotta show them. And they and they had the horses to do it too. And y'all gonna show me <laughs> that y'all can do that on a consistent basis, that y'all can actually tackle and do all those kind of things solidly on defense to to uh to actually stop them. Do not let them get a lead late in that third quarter, fourth quarter, because they will bleed that clock. Tuck, go ahead, sir. All I'm just gonna say is I'm gonna keep my Notre Dame. I mean, go my Clemson Notre Dame stuff. That's a Thursday. Thursday. Yes, but uh, you're in 100 percent correct. But anyway, uh, back to this game, uh, Clemson, y'all got a little problem, and it's called y'all secondary. Mm. Uh, y'all secondary is going to get y'all in trouble. Uh, eventually, yeah, super talented, but yeah, yeah, super talented. But I think some of them say this, they're just bro. a little young. I think they're they don't they don't have the experience. Their communication is off. It was a several blown coverages because uh the uh the Notre Dame transfer, matter of fact, he was running wide open the first whole first half because they, nobody could guard him. Now, it's going to hurt uh having Thomas out that first half uh against Notre Dame. Uh also. Mm. And that was For you know a what? dumb play. Great <laughs> point, great point, because that was a stupid play. I, I really think I don't know what he was thinking. You know, at, at, the thing is he jumped. And then put his helmet down. And then Clemson fans didn't understand what was going on. But they were booing the decision. So, uh, I'm going to tell you what he was doing, Tuck. He decided that he wanted to make an impact on his career to have a perfect targeting example tape for NCAA to use for the rest of their lives. Because old buddy said on, 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 on the cast, he was right now. He was like, that is the. Textbook example of targeting. He will be gone. <laughs> like, like it wasn't even no debate. Like, he will be gone because that is the perfect example of like Tuck said. Not only did he jump, which was lead, and then he ducked his head. Like, bro, what is you? And he had just been. What are you doing? <laughs> and my whole thing is you launched cannonball. Cannonball to the swimming pool. What he was doing. Yeah, but that's all I got. It's gonna be hard for Thomas. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be that first half. If Ian Book, well, we'll talk about that. But it, that first half gonna be tough for uh, Clemson this week. But but okay. hey, yeah, they, they they needed some adversity again because it's going to build character. So by the time that I say about three or four more games or two or three more games, you're not you're no longer young anymore. You should know what right. to do. To be honest with you, I think they should know what to do now. But again, COVID season. Shout out to Dave. COVID season. Yeah. So let's move on, man. Let's move on to Ohio State and Penn State, man. Uh, wow. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Justin Fields is on a mission. Leave the kid alone, bro. Leave the kid alone. A uh, uh, couple guys, Jeremy Rucker caught two pair of touchdowns. But I'm telling you, man, those two receivers, Gary Wilson and Chris uh, Olavi. 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 Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, between them two, man, I think they got a good one-two combo. Uh, Master T, you know, he he had a, a better game. The line, the offensive line, had a better game for the Buckeyes this uh, uh this time. They had over five hundred and almost five hundred and thirty yards of offense. Uh, you know, you knew from the first play where Gary Wilson took it back <laughs> to that sweep yeah. for sixty-two yards. It's like I I, I I can't I can't even go get a cracker and sit down, and they already and already gonna score it. But right. you know, uh. I think looking at it, man, I think Penn State is definitely more talented. I know they were really hurt by the opt-outs, man, with Michael Parsons and a couple other stuff. And then, you know, what they have going on with their running backs. But I tell you what, they got a receiver. That Jahan mm-hmm. Dyson, 
is an athlete. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, he he's he strong. From where? Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, top <laughs> above <laughs> the line. <laughs> anyway, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, y'all, y'all giving me one and two players. So like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm just gonna keep you okay, 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 every week. I'm gonna have to go in the research department. Research department. We we gonna have we gonna have some more. Uh, information for touch on Thursday. Okay, when I, when above I it, above the line. We need hey, when I see it, when I see line. it, when I see it, I have to point out. When I see it, I have to point out. So, <laughs> Thank uh, that, but go ahead. So, what what y'all got on this game? I think for me, I mean, when you look at Ohio State, I think that when we say they're on a mission, they remember. You know, we we had the whole deep conversation about. Did the guy run the wrong route? Did you know what I'm saying? We had that whole conversation about how they ended up ultimately losing the Clemson game. And sometimes I know we don't like to we don't like to say it, but sometimes, man, that fuels people. And Ohio State right now, they truly they they were ahead of trying to play. They kept trying to play. They kept doing everything they could to do to play because they felt how they felt about their team and what they had coming back. And I just think, man, the way the Big Ten looks. I don't see it, man. He, they may have a scare, maybe, maybe with Maryland, maybe, maybe Maryland could get them in a shootout, you know, a shootout type situation. But outside of that, man, them kids is is aiming and they ready for the playoffs. Uh, um, I mean, I said right when they started playing, Ohio State was going to win the Big Ten. That mm-hmm. ain't changed my idea. Right. Uh, Penn State, like I said, Penn State had to go to the, the the library or they had to go to the kitchen to find a running back uh, <laughs> because of everybody, so everybody was hurt. Uh, I mean, I mean, just like the piggyback, like we said, those boys are on a mission, uh, and I, I, don't, I don't, I can't remember if we uh, we talked about it last year. I still think to this day that uh, I can't remember anything. He he ran the wrong route. It was an option route. He picked the wrong option because. Fields was going opposite. Uh, Fields was going opposite uh, way. Oh, you talking about in the playoff? Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. playoff. in the playoff. No, yo, on Saturday night, no, Lombo was was pinpoint. Uh, I think the only weakness I see right now, if I was nitpicking, and I'm very nitpicking, is um, Ohio State special teams. They're going to have to get better because they're going to need them down the line. Uh, as far as punting and as far as they go kicking. Uh, right. Don't get me wrong. I think the wind was kind of swirling around a little bit because it was, it was swirling around all across the country. So if I had to nitpick anything, it's going to have to be special teams. They're going to get. I, I would nitpick one other thing. I'm not sure that Sean Wade is comfortable being that primary corner. I know he's a great, was a great quote unquote supposed to be first round draft pick. I don't see him being as comfortable being that number one corner. Uh, and taking on that guys across the field. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep a close eye on that secondary. Uh, especially with uh, the guy that got hurt at the end of the game, uh, I, I just I'm not 100 percent sold on him yet as far as the secondary goal. Because when I think about I think about teams like Ohio State, Clemson, you think about their long term, Bama. You think about long term, like okay, what's gonna happen when they get out these conferences and get in the playoffs? Like, bro, if you do what you did Saturday and you play Bama, you you just gone just just hang it up. But that's that's for a whole another time. But let's move on from that game. Great job, Ohio State. You did what the spread said you were going to do. Great job. Texas and Oklahoma State. 
Game of the day, baby. Game of the day, baby. <laughs> First of all, thank you, Texas, for making my pick right. Pre- thank appreciate you. that. I, I appreciate. Thank you, I appreciate you. We appreciate. Well, hey, 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 Chuck. Th- th- thank you, thank you, thank you, Texas. You, you, y'all know some people. Chuck is very. You know, he sent. He sent. He honored this bet. He did. He honored this bet. But you know, he was disrespectful in the bet. Chuck was like. Texas, he go your money, nigga. I'm like, dang, <laughs> he turned it. He turned it to the mad rapper from the Big album on us, man. <laughs> well, it, it's all good, but anyway, back, <laughs> off, off of the bet part, back to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to shout out Texas linebacker Je- uh, Joseph Asai. Mm-hmm. 12 tackles, six for loss, three sacks, and a forced fumble. Hey man, Oklahoma State, bruh. Y'all should have won the game. I ain't gonna lie to you. Oklahoma State had 530 yards to 278 to Texas, but you also had four turnovers to zero. And as we always see in those games like that, man, those those are kill- turnovers and penalties are always and will always be killers and always be determination of a game, high goals and what and what happens. Because you had Tylen Wallace went off for Oklahoma State. Uh, Chuba Chuba Ben Ben got me saying the name all wrong. <laughs> um, between, between him Chuba. talking about Chuba all the time and Ch- Chuba, I'm sorry, it's Chuba, it's Chuba Herbert. I'm sorry, not Chuba, it's Chuba. It's Chuba Herbert, you know what I'm saying? He didn't have a lot of he didn't have a lot of yards, but you know, I I, I just I just don't know. Uh, I I don't know. I, I look at that game and I just I think that you know having Texas won because that's who I picked, but I think Oklahoma State should have won the game. Go ahead, Tuck. I know you I know you dying. Go ahead and say it. Man, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, four turnovers. That that was the I think they scored twenty one points off turnovers. That, that mm-hmm. fumble was the death blow. I was like, what are y'all doing? And then in overtime, what was the play calling? I'm like, are y'all serious? Not y'all just gonna run on third and sixteen? Gonna run a uh, it looked like a uh, trap play. It got five yards. Okay, I understand we might want to get it on trying to flip, go for it on fourth down, but bruh, and then y'all call a stretch out play to uh roll out to the right, the which is not the field side but the boundary side, and then he's running for his life, and then he gets tripped up, and the game's over with. What kind of play calling were you doing in the second half or in, in overtime? I, I, I would just, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. And it's fast because I looked at the game. Oh, hey, Oklahoma State is up by 21 points. There's no way that Sam Ellinger can come back with 21 points down. Do you not believe in the legend of Sam? Hold on. We all believe in the legend of Sam. Gus Johnson told us. Gus Johnson told us to believe in the legend of Sam. Let me tell you, in the text, he said, oh, it's over. No, 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 no. You said that. You said that. You text that in the message. Oh, it's over. I'm like, okay, it's over. I did too. I, listen, you know y'all talking about. Oh, they came back. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, okay. So, but shout out to Texas though. You know, I, I got a frat brother. He's a huge Texas fan. I give him junk all the time. But um, yeah. Um, I mean, you should not say ability. You got to keep playing. <laughs> I mean, you just can't stop. You can't stop with four turnovers and not score. But hey, if those four turnovers did not occur, you're looking at a beatdown. 
Well, don't forget about don't forget about the rough and the uh, the, the partner, rough and the kid. Yeah. Man, they they I mean they they both of them had so I mean it was to the point where they both were just like you know what we're just gonna throw a deep and get the flag. I mean because I mean a couple of those throws on both sides were just like okay pass interference we're gonna roll with it. And I know it's rare that we're gonna talk about Texas defense, and I'm not saying that Texas defense did an amazing job, but they were opportunistic. And and that is truly the reason why they won this game. We can talk about Sam and his moxie and all of that stuff as to how they ended up eventually pulling it off. But without those turnovers, without the defense actually doing their job, they're not even in that position to even win the game. So for a change, this is one of those times where Sam, you did what you were supposed to do, but this game hats off to Texas's defense in this game. Ellinger is not in the Heisman conversation only because of Texas record, which has always been my issue with always been my issue right. with, with right. the Heisman. It's like you can't just say, "Oh, his team," I, and I get it, I, I know why, but it's like we got to either change the criteria or look at it different. I get it; you're supposed to look at the fact that that team is winning and all that kind of stuff like that. But man, it, it's got to be some type of award or something out there for get recognition for someone like Ellinger to come back and do what he do. Because yeah. the thing about him, man, you know, and I think that was one of the things they said in the broadcast was just like with him, because he's been there and done it, no more moment is big for him. So whenever Texas are in those moments and they know that he's going to go out there and do what he needs to do, they're confident in him. They, as long as he's down by a certain amount, they're confident that he can somehow right. muster up enough magic and bring them back. So I'm with you, know, you on big, that. Big 12, you know. Y'all keep doing this to yourself. Y'all keep doing this to yourself. Well, we ain't. They ain't dead yet. I ain't considering nobody <laughs> dead yet. But but they 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 uh they 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 chances man. They keep doing it, man. They keep doing it to themselves, man. Their chances are in a less than one percent kind of range for some stuff right now. Yeah. But moving on, moving <laughs> on, because we ain't gonna keep y'all all night tonight. We let's move on to Cincinnati and Memphis. Uh, man. Damn. God, before before we even get into the before we even get God, into the game, tough just look at him again. North Memphis. What did we tell him about Memphis? What, 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 what was Project Pat and Juicy J and Kingpin Skinny? Shout out to Kingpin Skinny Pimp. A lot of y'all don't even remember Kingpin Skinny Pimp, man. Can I ask where, you? Where, 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 where was y'all representatives? Because you know what, Memphis, y'all look bad. Man. Can I ask a question? Yes, sir. Do any of those play people play football? <laughs> hey man, I had to give a little hip hop into the show. Just bring a little hip hop into the I, show. I'm with, I'm with the hip hop, but I'm trying to bring you. How, how is that validated? Because, because they remember talking about with the game, man. They got housed. I mean, you know, it's an embarrassment. It was to, an bring embarrassment. This, to bring this back, we're gonna we're gonna meet uh, DJ Double those mics because he don't want to listen to nobody when we tell him that Memphis was last in passing defense. That be UCL. That be UCL. What does that have to do with the price of, of, Memphis, of the greens? Memphis. Look, I, 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 I said the only way, the only way this is gonna be a shootout is if they go to Orange Mound and they're going to. I, I told you that. I said that and said, Ben, it's not gonna be a shootout. There's there no were, way possible. There were two things. They were last in passing defense, and Cincinnati has a stingy defense. So I'm saying, like, okay, you put those two things together. So um, speaking of that, they uh, sacked 
Brady White six times while holding the Tigers to their fewest points since scoring 10 in a loss to who? Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl, December 30th, 2015. Desmond Rilla, uh, he did it. Ritter, is he, he's a Ritter. 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 Whatever. Through three touchdown passes and ran for two scores. So I looked at that game, man. It, it just was not, it was not a comp game. You could just tell uh, it was gonna happen. I, I, I looked at it the first half and I was like, oh, this is a wrap. <laughs> there's no <laughs> way, there's no way that that Memphis can play with Cincinnati. Right. I, I, just, I, I mean, I already said to myself and my pick, I was like, don't what they go get in the shootout. Like I said, they get, bring some real Memphis guys in right. that orange mound exactly. to come to exactly. down to do that. But you didn't listen, man. You did not listen. You didn't listen to us. We yeah. all and we was all like, "What? Could you pick first? And you picked strong too. I, I was strong with it. I came with it. I had the courage of my conviction. Your conviction, your conviction should have stopped you. But moving on. <laughs> Shout out to Luke Fickle, Luke Fickle. That 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 stock just keep rising, bro. Oh yeah, somebody gonna come. Somebody come, gonna gonna come. Let's see what we got here. Let's move it on. This Knock is this is definitely gonna be quick. Alabama, Mississippi State, man. Uh, before we even get to what Alabama looks like, you know, or, or anything like that, real quick, I just got to say about Mississippi State, Mike Leach, your first shutout ever. You actually should have got it a couple weeks ago when you had to do that safety save that shutout. But mm-hmm. let me tell you something, Mike Leach. You got players leaving. You got lost. So I understand that how that happens, especially in this season. But, bro, I see no diversity in your office. You're being as stubborn as Gus Malzahn right now. Mm. You are not. Then when you run the ball, you was actually getting y'all. You are, you are being stubborn, Mike. It, it's just it's just not going to be ending well for you if you don't make some type of adjustment I, to what you got going on. Look, Renard, I was thinking about this. I, I, I know it's, it's highly, highly unlikely. But. If they keep losing players and and things keep going completely wrong down there, do you really think it's a possibility that he may be one and done? No, I doubt it. But it's 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 not looking good, man. At well, all. I, I will say this about them losing players. Normally, those type of things happen either before the season or after season. Right. But with, right. But with the way the season is set up. Uh, and the way and the way kids are now with the transfer portal and things like that, you just got a lot more people that's like, I'm just gonna opt out, I'm done. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. I'm, just, I'm just gonna move forward. I'm just gonna do what I need to do. I think you just got a lot more of that. But you know, if he, if he's doing this and people are not really fitting what he's doing, you gotta give him a chance to get some people in. But the actual the optics and what seems to be going on down there just don't look good. So right, and I guess that's what I mean because like when you look at your best player has pretty much said, you know, and he played. It's not like he opted out at the beginning of the season. You know, y'all played a couple of games. Kyle Hill was clearly a part of your offense. Right. And then now he's like, I'm gone. I'm done. Because you know, we got two guys from the team. We got Jeremy Jones and Fabian Lovett. I mean, you know, that came that came from Mississippi State as well. But it's just like, like you said, the optics of it is just not looking good. You know, I mean, I know good. contracts and all of that stuff, so I know it's a little difficult to just taunt the deuces to somebody in one year. But it's just look, not looking good at all, Leach. At I'm, all. I'm, I'm gonna give him time because Mike Leach is a quirky kind of guy. I'm, it might not right. show on the field this year, 
But I mm-hmm. need to see what they're going to do program-wise and moving forward. So before we get off Mississippi State, Tuck, you got anything else on Mississippi State before I move to Alabama? Uh, uh, just, just, just the fact like y'all were, what y'all were talking about. I mean, he's going to have to adapt. He he got that little Gus syndrome a little bit. Uh, he's going to have to mix it up. And that's when people, you know, when people was like, oh, I, I see I see um, Mike Leach is taking over the SEC. No. no. First of all, this was a different type of program when they played LSU. And we all see LSU's secondary is not that it's good. Still flat. But, uh, but we'll talk about that later. But anyway, um, uh, back to, you know, I think his problem is he's going to have to run the ball a little bit. And people are saying he's going to take over the SEC. I said, no. Once ACC gets one game of <laughs> film, that's all it's, it's going to take, brother. But so he's going to have to mix it up. And I, like I said, I feel bad, bad for Kyle Hill because man, he was towing that thing. Yeah, and they were using him in the passing game. But that's what I'm about to say. And he was up in his stock because, like we was pointing out in those first couple of games, he had several games with a lot of catches. So that was actually putting more and more time because we always know with these guys and going to the NFL. They want to see what they can do outside of running. We know you're a good running back. Can you catch the ball? And he was actually doing that. So to me, it was looking like he was gelling somewhat in the offense that they were trying to run. But like we said, we don't know what all was going on behind the scenes, behind closed doors. And he's chosen basically at this point to tap out. So we'll see how they go moving forward. Well, I think what we need to do, maybe one of these shows, we'll get a Mississippi State uh, team uh, – Team beat writer or insider or someone on there. Let's just see, you know, what we got. We got some questions for them and see and see where they feel like the, the direction of the program going. How's the alumni feeling? How's the fan base feeling? And are they are they sticking with them? But moving on to the Alabama side real quick. I mean, you know, I, I mean, y'all y'all can get mad all y'all want to, but I don't have much to say. People was actually criticizing this team on Saturday about the way they were looking without Waddle, and I'm saying like they talking about he was throwing to. Uh, Devontae too much and I'm saying like he was housing every dude that they put in front of him and then they were running that stupid cat blitz they were running that stupid corner blitz all the time and leaving him on his safety I'm like what in God's name are you doing Renard what's the saying goes if you can't stop it why am I gonna go away from it like you know what I'm saying like like you're you're not stopping this so why am I gonna go away from something that you're not stopping and you know like to me that's just crazy and you know what's the craziest thing being? Mississippi State was like the number one ranked overall like defense in the NFC. That's what I was just about to say. They were the number one ranked defense and going into the game. I was like, how is this? How? What? Who are they seven. playing? It was, it's their front seven. seven. Like, you know what? I see why they're number one. But it's their front seven, too. Their front seven actually seven. competed. Because a lot of those teams were not, quote, unquote, they weren't, quote, unquote, spread. They were, quote, unquote, more of a – uh, down here running with more play action, almost like Auburn. So that's why they were number one deep. But that secondary got toast. I mean, burnt all I, I, game long. I ain't gonna lie to you. I like the concepts of the new defensive coordinator. I think they did good. I just think that he just should have. Like, you cannot put a safety one on one with with Devonta Smith. No, that's not gonna no. happen, bro. That's not. I mean, I know what you was trying to do. You were trying to create pressure. I understand it from a defensive mindset. But I mean, you know, I mean, the dude had what eleven catches for two hundred and three yards, four touchdowns. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Four, like, four touchdowns. Like, <laughs> and then he comes to the sideline, 
you had Jalen Waddle sitting on the side. I shake his head like, dang, he had to do old dude like that. Like well, he about to he about to break the Bama record at this point. I think he need what SEC. one or two more SEC record. He's I, 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 I'm talking about the all time record of Bama as far as oh yeah career touchdowns because he's about to pass Coop. If I'm not mistaken, he's about to pass Coop. Yeah, but with the, the next couple of touchdowns, the, the overall mm-hmm. SEC record he tied that Saturday. So mm-hmm. the next one he becomes the SEC all time leader. And, and, and receiving touchdown pass, and you know he's gonna get it in probably the next game. That's crazy. I mean, look, yeah, cause look at who they. Yeah, yeah. Let's, and let's yeah. talk about Mac, Mac Jones, man. Keep doing what you're doing. I, look, I'm sorry, y'all. How much? How many superlatives do y'all want me to put on y'all right now? You, the game is y'all doing what you're supposed to be doing. Alabama is Alabama right now, and you're rolling, and you do what you're supposed to do. The defense. You want to talk about anything? Let's talk about the defense. Everybody still have their opinions about the defense. And, and, and different things like that. I think they mm-hmm. play better in spots. And I think the best thing I heard today on the radio to, when Jim Dunaway said, Alabama game get to the point you have to nitpick the fine things. And that's yeah, right. that's where it is right now. That you're nitpicking the fine things about the defense. You really can't say great things about the defense right now. Not nothing bad. Can't say great things because of the offense they went up against that just didn't want right. to do anything. But – I, I I don't know, man. Alabama is rolling. To me, Alabama's the number one team in the country. I, I've said I felt that way two weeks ago. I feel like they're the most complete team right now in the country, and I feel like their weaknesses is better. I put like this: their weaknesses is better than other team weaknesses. So right, yeah. but yeah. We, 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 we will we will hold off to see how they how this happens. I really think Ohio State is number one team in the country by by looking at the eye test mm-hmm. and looking at everything. I really think North Dame. I mean, uh, not North Dame. I really think Ohio State is the number. <laughs> don't judge me. I don't. I don't use headphones either way. But uh, I, I really don't think that. Uh, I really don't think. Uh, I really think Ohio State, as far as top to bottom. Okay. Like I said, special teams are their biggest thing, and like you said, secondary. Um, but Alabama has the same thing: secondary. Uh, they're kicker; they have a kicker this year. But I really, I really think that uh, they're the number one team. But going back to Alabama, like you said, they're slinging it all over the park, and that's why I, was, I remember when we were talking about when uh, before Walter got hurt. Right. Uh, ben was like, "Well, how do you guard them?" Because uh, pretty much, if you would put it in the slot, if Wardell was in the slot. That's what's gonna happen with the De- uh Deontay Smith. He's gonna do that exact same thing. Right. You can't double nobody because that's what's going to happen. But said, I mean, I understand what their defense was the coordinator was, I think, trying to do. He was trying to put some pressure on the quarterback because they wouldn't get no pressure in the front seven. Because Alabama offensive line is pretty probably in the top five in the country. Mm-hmm. And they're not gonna get no you're not gonna get pressure unless you bring some extra people. So he'll just try to bring Blitzes from somewhere that Matt Jones ain't seen. One thing about Matt Jones, that boy studies. He's gonna study that whole offense. He's gonna know everybody. I mean, that whole defense. He's gonna know everybody on that team. So they did a good job. They did what they were supposed to do. I definitely didn't think they were gonna score. I thought they were gonna score at some point because of that secondary. But certain, maybe he's turned the corner. We'll we'll see how they move forward when it comes to this game. Um, when it comes I to think that. I think a lot of and I think what we what we've you know for you Bama fans, some of y'all you know we know some of y'all we get hit up all the time about. Again, we're gonna find out the the way this season is shaping up. Y'all gonna be in the playoffs the way it's looking. So just relax, as we say. Don't worry about. Should we move up to one? If you're two, if you're one or two, it don't at this point, it really does not 
matter. I well, promise you. I, well, it, you want to be matter. one. You want to be. You want to be one. But I wasn't gonna go there about that because we talked about that off camera. I get why you probably don't want to be two. I get that. But you know, you're gonna have your chance to prove yourself in the playoffs, man. So we'll, we'll, calm we'll, down. we'll see what happens with that. Moving on to the last game, man. So we can wrap up, get out of here. We got Auburn LSU, man. Uh, and when it comes to that, to this game, um, this game was was surprising. Uh, I picked LSU not because I thought LSU was just so much better, but I just thought that right. Auburn was gonna crap to bed again. Everybody knows where my allegiance lies, but I would just say, you know, a few things about this game, and then I'm gonna move on because we need to wrap it up. Everybody saw the game. Everybody know what's going on. Uh, mm-hmm. Crazy thing: South Carolina beats Auburn. LSU mud stomp South Carolina. Auburn turn around and beat LSU. That just goes to show you different things, different games. It's just cr- different week stuff. to week, man. You just cannot. I think y'all taught me that. Y'all, me and remember, no, we used to talk about that a lot. Where you can't. Sometimes you can take away from what a team does versus another team, and sometimes you just truly can't because no, yeah, y'all both is. because y'all both had a common opponent. But so the, in but, theory, you would look at it and say, okay, you know. Such as I did this against South Carolina, they did this against South Carolina. Okay, this game should be somewhat evenly matched, but you can't go off that. And if nothing proved that Saturday, damn sure did. Well, the thing about it is different. The, the, every game is different. The difference between the South mm-hmm. Carolina game, the South Carolina game, we Auburn was controlling that game. Auburn turned the ball over in that game. Right. Uh, LSU last week didn't know about TJ Finley. They got him a good game plan. So Auburn mm-hmm. had another week to game plan for Finley to see some of the things that he was successful with against South Carolina take it away. That's why I say it's week by week. But back to what right. I said about the game, uh, Auburn's best game on offensive, offensive line and defensive line. Defensive line got pressure. Uh, the secondary, this is not my words, Roman Harper said, most complete secondary in the SEC. He didn't say best. He said it most complete. I, I understand why he said that. Tuck, you, you are never uh, – they could be, and you would never. Anyway, that's you his know. Tuck, you know, Tuck ain't never happy. I ain't you got nothing. That. I ain't got nothing. First, to do. All, first <laughs> all, anything that Roman Harper tells oh, us, God. Here we go. First thing, if anything Roman Harper tells us, I'm not gonna believe it because he need to get a stylist. Somebody can somebody go help him style. I'm, I'm gonna get stylist. my point out sooner or later. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna get my point out. We can, can can I just finish my point? I didn't okay, say, I, I, I didn't say you I, got, you got, you got we, I we both on mute. We both on mute. I didn't say I agree with him. I didn't say anything. I just said that's just what the man said. The defense line played much better, getting all blocks, doing all that kind of good stuff like that. Uh offensive wise, you know, man, I, I for all the criticism both this guy, you gotta you gotta shut up this week and get a guy credit for what he did. I don't care what he was playing. I don't care if Stingley was still out there, even though he was on self a lot of times. Uh, you got to give the guy credit. J.J. JJ Pews, however you say his name. I, I, I'll never say his name right. The, we, we're going to start calling him the refrigerator tight end. That's what his new Freight name is. Freight train coming Freight through train. the 300-pound. Was that, was that big number 89? Is that, was that, that his number? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that is, that's Mr. High School Quarterback. Uh, Played quarterback and tight end and defensive line in high school. The dude is super – Huh? I said, I said, hey, hey, who? They showed him find up them threes in the game. They showed him find them threes. He, <laughs> he is an athletic freak. Uh, I, I will say that he is an athletic freak, man. But the other thing is, you take away from it is the fact, you know, they got Eli Stowe back involved. I like the game plan. I think Chad is finally getting more comfortable with the fact of, of some of the personnel he had. It was good to see Kobe Hudson out there blocking, and it was good to see Mark Anthony Richards finally carry the ball. Uh, one big stat 
was no red zone trips for LSU. They never got in the red zone. They shouldn't have got the points they got. But oh man, I, I, you got to move on. You got to move on from it. I think it was a good solid game for uh, for Auburn. They needed it, and that's just where we are with that. So I'll let y'all give y'all thoughts on it. All the all I'm just gonna say is, you know, uh, I did pick Auburn to win because uh, I've talked off off camera. I, I told Renard I had a feeling that this was going to be just like. <clears throat> Auburn in uh, 2014 mm-hmm. when uh, LSU came to Jordan Hare and got demolished, boat rose, boat rope raced, and everything above. I had a feeling this was going to happen. And another reason why I picked Auburn was because Bo Nix plays way better at home. Yeah, that's a uh, fact. Yeah, so, and I was like, okay, if all those things come together, I think this is not going to be close. Everybody, including some people that I know closely, and then they listen to this show, was trying to grant, trying to uh, put on the mantle this young man to be the next to Marcus Russell. Yes, he has the stature, mm-hmm. but stature does not do nothing for you when you just sit back there like a statue. He would not. He would shit. not. He couldn't move he again. The defensive line, I think, like we said, finally starting to come together. They're starting to find a groove. Because don't get me wrong now, that LSU offensive line, they some beasts. They wasn't the beasts on Saturday. They looked terrible. They, they looked terrible. And I was like, what happened? Because Emory was running the ball. They didn't run the ball with Emory. They didn't run the ball with uh, – came in, I can't remember their second running back. They couldn't run with them. And then take uh, no downfield shots. No. And then uh, Marshall. second day were locking them up. Marshall. Well, yeah, cuz, because I told people Marshall was not gonna do what anybody thought he's gonna do. Like get, he did everybody else the whole year. Marshall was not gonna get off on Auburn, bro, because Auburn been holding every receiver below their uh, standard. Shout out to the secondary for for yes. second uh, we're gonna second we're gonna rotate it down some people. And you know, Christian Tut, they think you kin to me, but his name is Tut, not Tut. And I just want everybody to know Christian. You played a hell of a game, bro. Game, bro. You played one you played game. Hell of a game. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Becoming a you ball. Becoming a ball. Like he used to be. Like he used to be. Yeah, last year. Yeah, last Thank year. Thank you. Thank you. Well, my 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 synopsis is two parts, Renard. I'm just gonna go here with it. I don't think that I've seen a national champion fall from grace this damn fast. The way is the way is looking. The, the way is looking. And y'all know we got some faithful LSU listeners who listen to the show. Too many to name. Y'all know who y'all are. We haven't done, we haven't done plead the fifth in a while. So mine's are going to tie in real quick because we're going to get up out of here in under an hour. LSU fans, y'all talked a lot. Y'all talked a lot, and I was with you. I understood. It had been a long time. It had been a long time. I don't But, bro, y'all talked a lot, man, offseason. We even was pointing out the fact that you were losing coaches. You lost damn near the whole team. It don't matter. We going to roll. LSU fans, right now, you got that monster coming up on the 14th. Hey, y'all, just, 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 just chill. I would even go through the whole spit and tell you the shit because right now, everybody knows y'all ain't got much to talk about. So just chill, man, because that monster that y'all beat, 
with Clyde last year, oh, they ain't forgot. I'm sure they got posters and everything else up in their locker room ready for you, ready to come to Baton Rouge on the 14th. So just, you know, right now, LSU fans, just go on and plead the field for the rest of the year. Just go on and plead the field for the rest of the year. I'm just, not just I'm, I'm not on that train yet because I it's just it's something about that. You, you? It's something about that game at LSU, bro. Watch it, watch it. And you know, and y'all know how I feel about Bama, but no, nah, no, nah, not this one. Then you just learn about not going from week to week. And you're gonna and you gonna get go. them two weeks. I'm not I'm oh, not saying I'm not saying they're gonna win the game. See, yeah. see, 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 they know how bad they look. See, they know how crappy they look. Just like Georgia yeah. offensive line look crappy that first week against Arkansas. And I'm saying, like, y'all dogging this line, watch them get together. They won the I'm top three, four lines in the nation, and they I'm got together. You. And I'm telling you right now, if they get some people back, if Brennan comes back, all mm-hmm. of, and I'm not saying this, I'm saying I'm talking about to have a good competitive game. Competitive, not, not get blowed out. I got you. Right. I got you. Maybe. Got you. And that's all of maybe. Maybe. I'm just saying, I expect them to look better than they did on Saturday. I expect them to look better than they did on Saturday. I got you. That's why I ain't Let me Let me clear that up. Holler at me in two weeks, and we'll see. We'll see. The 14th. The 14th. I'm not pulling that trigger. But anyway, look, man, we we can't. We're going to keep this thing right. We're going to keep it right right. an hour. Really want to be under an hour. But look, Mm -hmm. we will come back Thursday night. Whatever you do, Thursday night, tune in to us live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Follow the show, like and subscribe. Tell another Periscope day. too. Shout out to Periscope, no, because you had some people that was that was that was watching the show on Periscope. I, I said Twitter. Oh, so, well, Twitter, Twitter. I said is, Periscope. Yeah, I said I said Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, because Twitter is Periscope. Oh, I oh. <laughs> no, Periscope no. is Twitter's video. Oh, okay, my bad. Hey, Granddaddy, yeah. let Ben talk. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know it was a conglomerate. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Suck you stupid, man. But anyway, man, y'all so crazy. I can tell you. Know, once again, follow the show at DSM mm-hmm. Podcast on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and we'll be live. And when you do Twitter, Twitter and Periscope, same thing. Live on YouTube, live on Facebook. Follow us, like, and subscribe. Hit that bell. Also, if there's something in here that y'all want to see us do, man, please put it in the comment section. We take any comment, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all can always hit us up. If there's something y'all would like for us to change or do better, hit us up. Talk to us. But anything else, man, if nothing else, we'll see y'all Thursday night. Dave, sorry you had to work, man. Hope What's up, man? Soon, man? But this is your boy, at Renard D. Williams. You see right there, hit me up on Twitter. Then we got your boy, at Chauncey Tuck. Hit him up right there on Twitter. And at I am DJ Double Dose, man. If nothing else, man, this your boys at Down South Football Podcast, man. And we out and we'll see you Thursday night live. Holla at y'all, man. See y'all Thursday, man. More predictions, more bets. Money. Yeah, we gonna win. <laughs>